0: So I heard a story once about a priest who knew that one of his parishioners was not going to Mass anymore. And so he arranged to visit with his parishioner at his house. It was during the winter and there was a lot going on, so the priest didn't have enough time to really think through what he was going to say or do before he went to this parishioner's house. However, the man who didn't want to go to Mass anymore, he had thought through many times over what he would say, how he would argue that he didn't need to go to Mass. and why he could be fine without it. And so the priest, as he was approaching this man's home, was praying to the Lord, asking for inspiration and insight, helping him to be able to help this man recognize the importance of attending mass and how helpful it is for us on our journey to heaven. And so he knocked on the door, still not knowing what to say, and the man eagerly answered it, very much interested in getting into this debate And the priest walked in, and he just looked at the fire, and he stared at it. And the man whose home it was, was confused. So he looked at the fire too, trying to see what is it that the priest is seeing. What is he looking at? And the priest took one of the tools near the fireplace, and removed one of the coals from the fire, and had it set on the bricks right in front of the fireplace. And then watched as that coal had its flame go out, and grow cold. And the priest just stared at it the whole time. And the man was confused and staring at the priest and staring at the fireplace and seeing what happened. And as soon as the coal went out and was cold, the priest turned around and left and went back to his rectory. Then the man came to Mass the next Sunday. But what was the point? Why did he do that? What did that mean? Well, the coal separated from the rest of the fire wasn't able to maintain its, its heat. It wasn't able to maintain the strength of the flame that it once had when it was with the rest of the fire. And so it is with us. Our flame of faith, hope, and charity is stronger when we're together, when we're with other people, when we're journeying towards heaven as part of a community. That on our own and by ourselves, we cannot make it. That flame will die out. And Jesus makes that point in our Gospel passage. When he's asked, Lord, will only a few be saved? He says, strive to enter through the narrow gate. For many, I tell you, will attempt to enter, but not, but will not be strong enough. We're not strong enough on our own to accept the gift of heaven. The pull of the earth, that is, the temptations we face, the struggles that we have, we can't do it by ourselves. We need the grace of God and the grace of God that's offered to us through the community. It's important for us to be together, to strive to enter through the narrow gate, but not alone, to do so with each other. Jesus makes it clear that not everyone is going to make it. For many, I tell you, will attempt to enter, but will not be strong enough. For God, all things are possible. If we rely upon the Lord and the grace and the strength that he gives us, we too can make it to heaven but not on our own, not by our own strength. Jesus goes on to give a parable, and as he talks about this, there are some who say, we ate and drank in your company, and you taught in our streets. And he replies to them, I do not know where you are from. Depart from me, you evildoers. So what does that mean? It's an illustration of that it's not easy to get to heaven. Then we can't just say, oh, I showed up for Mass. That's good enough. The rest of the week I'm going to live however I want. We ate and drank in the presence of the Lord. We listened to the teaching through the scriptures and the homily. That's good enough. Jesus is making it clear. No, he doesn't want just an hour of our day. He wants all of us completely, 24-7, to be in continuous relationship with him, to strive to enter through the narrow gate, is for us to live for God and not for the world, to have our hearts and our minds constantly focused on the Lord. Yes, we can do other things, and we need to do other things, uh, but we can always keep God in mind, that relationship. We can keep that open-ended through prayer. We can continuously receive His grace through the sacraments. And we can be strengthened by our community, by journeying through life with each other, with other people who are focused on the Lord and desiring to enter through the narrow gate as well. When Jesus makes reference to those who will be wailing, where there will be wailing and grinding of teeth, that's a reference to hell, separation from God for all eternity. That is an actual possibility. There are only two eternal destinations. One is heaven and the other one is hell. And Jesus doesn't want us to go there. And that's why he warns us about that possibility that it's not easy to get to heaven. We need to be focused. We need each other. We need the grace of God in order to make it to that destination. And we might wonder, well, what about our friends and family members who have fallen astray? What about people who aren't practicing the faith? They're not striving to enter through the narrow gate. So what does that mean for them? Jesus doesn't talk about the others. He talks to us about ourselves. Strive to enter through the narrow gate. It's also like when Jesus talks to Peter at the end of the Gospel of John. Peter says, well, what about him, referring to John? And Jesus said, don't worry about him. You follow me. Does that mean we're not supposed to care about the other people who aren't practicing the faith? No, I mean, we should pray for them. But we should also trust in the Lord and His love and mercy. There is a sister, a nun, who had passed away in 2016. There's a documentary about her and her life. Um, it's Sister Claire Crockett. And the documentary, which can be found for free on YouTube, is called All or Nothing. Uh, in that, she asked the Lord the question about her own family. She was a real practicing Catholic for the beginning of her life, but she had a conversion and became a sister. And she was concerned about her family that wasn't practicing. And in prayer, the Lord told her, You worry about my things, and I will take care of your things. Meaning, strive to enter through the narrow gate. You seek to be a saint, and Jesus will take care of what's important to us. And so, when she passed away in 2016, and her body was brought back to her hometown, her family, who wasn't practicing, of course, was going to go to that funeral. But when they saw the huge number of people who came to celebrate the life of Sister Claire Crockett, they were moved by them. The grace of God drew them in, and they returned to the Catholic faith and became practicing Catholics again. The Lord had held up his side of the bargain, that if she, Sister Claire, sought to be a saint, then he would take care of her family. And so, yes, of course we can pray for those who have gone astray, but not for us to be like paralyzed by worry or concern for them. Rather, we should seek to become saints ourselves and entrust those we care about who have gone astray to the Lord and let him take care of them. We've heard before in sacred scripture that it that for the rich it is hard to get into heaven. In fact, it's easier for a camel to pass through the eye of a needle. Does that mean it's impossible? No. Today we are celebrating St. Louis, the patron saint of our archdiocese. He was the king of France, he was very wealthy, and yet he became a saint, because he lived for God, not for earth. He considered his baptism more important than being crowned king of France, because as king of France he only ruled over a part of the temporal world, but as a baptized Catholic, he was a citizen of heaven. He had the promise of eternal life, something that would never end. And to him, that was so much more important. And so he used the things of this world, the wealth that he had, for the sake of reaching that ultimate goal of heaven. He would regularly have a hundred homeless people come to his palace, and he would serve them himself, even though he was the king. He regularly would be the peacekeeper among other kings and nobles who were having fights and disagreements oftentimes making sacrifices from his own wealth, his own possessions, his own prestige for the sake of keeping the peace in Europe. St. Louis is considered a saint because he had that ultimate goal in mind. He strove to enter through the narrow gate. But even St. Louis didn't do it alone. He had friends, too, who were also focused on the Lord. One of his friends was St. Thomas Aquinas. When we have saintly friends, And we are journeying towards God together it is so much easier for us to reach that destination for us to strive to enter through the narrow gate and to stay focused on that because there are difficulties there are challenges we hear some of that in our second reading when we're told how the Lord disciplines those whom he loves that he scourges every son that he acknowledges this discipline is to make us better. He allows us to face trials and difficulties and challenges in times when prayer is difficult in order to help us to be purified and to grow in our faith. At the beginning of our faith journey, we are like like gold that has just been mined from the mine with all sorts of impurities and dirt and other things on us. We need to be purified. And how is it that the gold is purified is placed into the fire? so that all the impurities would burn away and the only thing left is the precious metal. God wants to purify us. He wants to perfect us, even here on earth, so that we can be with Him forever in heaven. And so sometimes when we face difficulties and challenges, it's God trying to help us to be the best that we can be so that we can reach that goal, so that we can strive to enter through the narrow gate. And even though the Lord says there are few that make it, and there are many that don't, we also hear in our first reading how people from all over the world make it to heaven. We likewise hear about that in our gospel passage, where Jesus says people will come from the east and the west, from the north and the south, and will recline at table in the kingdom of God. And So our Lord is telling us to strive to enter through the narrow gates, that it is not easy to get to heaven. We need each other and we need His grace. We need to stay focused on the Lord. And so let us think about all the ways that the Lord is helping us through the sacraments, through our community. Let us take advantage of these gifts that he offers us to help us on this journey, especially while we're here for the sacrament of the Eucharist, where Christ had given himself perfectly on the cross for the salvation of the entire world made present to us at this altar through sacramental signs, but really and truly present in the Eucharist, food for our journey to strengthen us. Let us prepare to meet our Lord Jesus Christ in the Most Holy Eucharist. I just wanted to add that if there was anyone who was in need of assistance because they're struggling in their faith, who needs someone to talk to about those struggles that they're having, they can call me Uh, at the parish office, and I would be happy to answer questions or help in whatever ways that I am able to do so. It's important for us to seek answers and not leave any questions or struggles that we may have about the faith open-ended so that we can remain in union with our Lord and in union with his church so we can reach that goal of heaven.